Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart, the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week, we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, your host, Mel Urquhart. Can you believe that we are already in February of 2024? The weeks have just flown by. To say I'm in the second month of the year is still amazing to me. I'm actually still recovering from the new year and getting propelled and excited to see what's going to happen in this one. So I don't know if you're like me. I feel already that 2024 is trying to run away from me and I'm not having it. (laughs) Let me use this opportunity to ask everyone that's listening to share it with your friends and family, anyone that you feel would appreciate a podcast like this, enjoy the topics that we talk about and the questions that we pose at the end. It'd be great to have more people listening and tuning in. Now that's out of the way, let me introduce this week's topic. This is something I feel that we all at some point have to deal with, whether we're rediscovering ourselves, whether we're coming away from something that hasn't served us, the importance of saying no. I can identify when saying no became a real big challenge for me. It became the opposite of what I was used to doing, which was being a lovely people pleaser. Being a people pleaser was not serving me. The motive behind why I was doing something wasn't for self. It was for validation from others. I think at some point, like I said, we've all been a little bit guilty of this too. I think it's quite natural because we have relationships and interactions with people. And to some degree, other people's opinions matter, but not more than your own. So this week... I want to discuss the importance of setting boundaries in personal relationships, how we can be empowered at our workplace and environment, the element of self-care and why no is so key, as well as looking at other elements. So just stay tuned. As I always do, let's start from the beginning. Setting boundaries. Where do we learn how to set boundaries? Depending on where you are in your life, as in your position in it, so you could be in your early teens, you could be in your 20s, you could be in your 30s, 40s, whatever your age is, it's about what are you trying to gain from this phase of life for you? What are you trying to ascertain about what serves you best? And not all relationships serve you, which is a really hard pill to swallow. I know for me it was really difficult. I'm the youngest of four and I was very spoiled. I was pretty much doted upon because I was the last my family will possibly still say I'm still spoiled and others may support the idea but I'm not going to agree with them I'm going to say no I've outgrown the spoiling era however there's that element of childlike within me there's a regression of sometimes being a bit more persuasive to get my way because if I put on a certain tone I'll get what I want that's a familiar environment for me when I go back home to my mum's or around my siblings I probably regress a little bit back to child Melissa but I'm not a child I'm an adult I live my life very differently obviously to when I was a young lady so I have to put things in accordance with that that goes through my friendships we've all got that friendship that we've had since we were probably at primary school, possibly at uni, college, even from one of our very first jobs that were good for that era. No pun intended, no shade intended. It was good for what it was, which was that time. How do we let it go? How do we say effectively and respectfully you require or you see yourself around different environments and no one wants to say they have to be fully disconnected there are some habits potentially from that relationship that no longer serve 
And that means saying, no, I'm not able to do that. I'm not able to come to that event because I have to prioritize something else. You have to kind of navigate that with a loving way with people that you care about because it can be perceived as neglect, being dropped, having more important friends and people in your life. Not that they're more important, but potentially for that period of time, it's what you need to do. You need to focus on, you might have to focus on developing different friendships and relationships because there's a different part of you that needs to grow. And saying yes to new people can sometimes say meaning no to others. And we've just got to be okay with that. You only have so much time to give and you can't give it to everybody. So when I say having time, your time is your most important and valuable commodity. You cannot get it back. And that's also relevant when you're in the workplace. When you're working, it's such a restraint on your time. You're limited on how much you can do. And as always, people would love to inveigle some of their roles upon you. People like to delegate to you. People like to give you things to make their job easier. And that's another environment where we have to learn to say no professionally. I've had to learn recently that instead of just saying no, I've had to say, let me see if I can take that on board. If not, it may have to be left until another opportunity arises because I have to I need to put before that. I've had to learn to stop feeling guilty because I had to assert myself to say that's more than I can do right now. I have priorities that need to be taken care of first. That is the reality. You can't keep saying yes. There will be nothing left for you if we're not able to say no. People are getting burnt out in the work environment. For the mere fact, they're not able to put boundaries. They're not able to say it's important I say no. It's important that I can only do so much. I identify that I can only do so much and leave it there. You are replaceable. I'm not saying that doesn't mean you add value to your company and your role. Of course you do, but you're only as valuable as you're able to do the job. And if you're not able to do the job, then you're not as valuable. Putting that boundary at work is really important. To have self-care for you and saying no is one of the most important practices that you can implement at work. Learning to balance the professional and personal commitments that we all have is a huge responsibility. It's not an easy one, it's a huge one. When do we put that laptop down? When do we stop taking the phone calls? When do we stop checking that plan in? We have to be able to switch off. It's a culture of saying yes, 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 yes. That is making the rise of burnouts at work more and more apparent. I've come across a number of people who are just on autopilot because they're not able to give themselves permission and their body and their essence an opportunity to replenish. I went to an event recently and they spoke about in your diary, putting time for yourself. The same way you would put time to go and see the dentist, to go and have your GP appointment, to go and do shopping, to do everything else, you should make an appointment with yourself where everything is put at the side and it's just about you. Culture and society have made it unbearable because of the expectations and the pressures to fulfill, to satisfy. Women that are in the workplace are overcompensating, are over-delivering, over-committing just to validate their right to be there. It's not necessary. We are more than able, qualified and equipped to be in all these spaces that we're in, but it should not be at the cost of self. Cultural norms on women's ability to say no has to be highlighted. We have to get away from the yes, the pleasing, the constant accommodating for others. How much are we willing to sacrifice of ourselves in order to fulfill other people's requirements and expectations of us? We've got to say no, ladies. We've got to learn to put the boundaries up. That negative self-talk that comes in your mind, that self-doubt, that 
voice that likes to paralyze and stop you from moving forward. We have to stop that and look at prioritizing ourselves. You are so worth the time that you're taking out for you. It's unbelievable. The benefits that you reap from that is exponential. I had this scenario where I'd been working really hard on a project and I just was going, going, going. I'd go to bed, I'd get up, start again. Go to bed, get up, start again. And the quality wasn't there, but the action to be present was present and I was doing it doing it doing it it was not the quality that I wanted I wasn't performing on full cylinders just feeling really burnt out just feeling as though everything was a little bit foggy and cloudy I'm not the only one that's experienced it when you're on autopilot you know I'm talking to you when we're just doing things just out of habit but without genuine engagement that's when you know it's time for a pause. And what I had to do was just say, listen, hold up. You're not performing at your best. Take time. So the guilt, which you all can feel, that try to creep in and say, oh, you haven't finished. They're going to know that you're taking a break. They're going to know you're not doing this. I had to say, I don't actually care. I had to say to myself, who cares what other people think? I've got to sort myself out. That was the best thing I did. I just turned my laptop off. I switched off my phone and just took care of me. I laughed. I remember thinking, when was the last time I laughed like that? I couldn't even remember because the focus on other things outside of myself caused me to forget what the joy in my life was about. The joy of being me was about and being me brings value to the environment that I was in. That was the best decision I made. I had a break, I relaxed, unwind, enjoyed friends and family, just reconnected with Mel. And my gosh, did it pay off. When I got back on that project and I finished it, they were like, oh my gosh, Mel, that was amazing. Because I performed on a higher level than I had before. Because I was selling myself short and it showed in my work and my performance. We have to look at what's a priority and you are that. You are so that. Once you recognise that you're a priority, you have to reaffirm that to yourself constantly by saying and reminding yourself, without me, this can't happen. If I don't take care of me, who will? Loving myself is me loving everything and everyone else around me. If I don't show myself how to love me, how can anybody else do that? professionally or personally you are the barometer of how people treat you and see you if you don't have a standard for yourself ladies who else will set it for you saying no is such a self-confidence boost it's unbelievable it makes you realize that you're worth it not like the commercial but we could say the commercial because you truly are worth it it also highlights that you remember, it's kind of like an indicator that you see you, you see the value that you bring and you also see the value of what putting boundaries up and limiting other people's access to you means. It gives you an opportunity to pour into yourself. If saying no to somebody else means that you get to pour into being a better version of yourself, I encourage everyone to do so. This is your life, your opportunity, make the most of it. People will always take access once it's available. Who's gonna say no to a constant buffet? I'm not saying that you're a buffet, I'm just saying when you have unlimited access to anything, do you always appreciate it? Or do you have your belly full, have a rest and go back? Pretty confident that it's always there. Does everybody deserve to have the access to you at all time? I don't think they do. Now this topic is one that I've enjoyed because I personally learned from it so much. That's just a snippet of what I want to talk about. We're going to talk some more next week. But until then, 
I want you to think about how you could look at saying no. What does saying no look like? And what are you afraid of? How can you genuinely give yourself the permission to say no and go for it? Like I said, people are not gonna like it. Are they supposed to? If they're being denied access to the beautiful you? Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. As always, I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Feel free to join me next week. Any questions you'd like to talk to me about, you can always reach me at Garden of Self on all social media platforms. As well as that, feel free to check out our website, www.gardenofself.co.uk and you can look at our wonderful products that you can incorporate into your self-care regime. Until next time, take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardener Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.